Welcome to Life with Zan. I'm your host and friend, Zan Farrow. This podcast was designed to celebrate how each of us breathe life into our own little corners of the world. Whether through work or play, it is my hope to honor the process and encourage others to do the same. Welcome to Life with Zan. Hello and welcome to season four of Life with Zan. I kind of can't believe we're here in our fourth season. I like the option of creating these intentional, thoughtful seasons for you to consume when it feels right. And season four is a little bit different because I am going to have nine extremely wonderful, lovely guests come on this podcast. And this season's going to span over 13 episodes total, three months, March, April, and May of 2022. Each Thursday, you're going to get an episode with me, sometimes just me, usually with a special guest. And I cannot wait to share these conversations with you. I've spent the last month having a lot of chats with these guests and it's kind of funny to be sitting down just me and the mic without someone else there to interact with but it's really the root of where this podcast lies and where it all comes from is me sharing here really with the hope of connecting with all of you and reminding all of you the same things I'm constantly trying to remind myself a lot of which begins with that process, that in-between we talk about so much. So I want to chat a bit about where I've been the last two months, how I ended 2021, and what I have planned for the future. So if this is your first time listening to the podcast, hello, my name is Zan, and at the end of season three, I shared a bit about my plans for 2022 and a few things I've been thinking about and I'm going to touch a bit on those since we're already a few months into the new year. One thing I shared is that I wanted to start playing tennis and that I had received tennis lessons for Christmas and at this time I've had a few lessons and I absolutely love it like I pictured and it has really challenged me in a way I wasn't expecting I knew that it had been a long time since I played a sport and I'm really not even playing a sport yet. I'm just working on the fundamentals and building up skills here and there, but it has been the perfect mind-body connection activity, which is my favorite kind, the one that takes me out of my head and requires a lot of focus on what I'm doing in the present moment. And I have just kind of been pushed outside my comfort zone in lots of little ways into this like tennis culture if you will and my coach has done an incredible job at pushing me and guiding me along and giving me recommendations and he coaches children too which (laughs) works really well for me (laughs) because I'm just starting out but um, no, he's pushed me a good bit, which I, I really appreciate and, and probably need more than I realize. So there's going to be more of that coming in the future. I'm not going to tell you anything really about tennis because I don't really know that much yet. But as an activity, it has been so fun to kind of 
walk and chase or chase is the better word towards something that I know very little about that requires me to move my body and has pushed me outside of this little bubble that I've created for myself, especially in the last two years. And I'm sure many of you can relate to We've all kind of really gotten into our comfort zones more than we probably ever were before and now more than ever probably need a little encouragement to open the door, open a window. You could do this literally but metaphorically. (laughs) Let some fresh air in, try something new, walk outside, work towards something you never thought you'd actually do but something that kind of sat there in the back of your mind and was kind of nudging you here and there like hey wouldn't that be fun to try that or oh and another like if you've ever thought to yourself like oh in another life I'd do this I've caught myself thinking that and I think that is so silly because it doesn't matter how old you are there's always time to engage with something new to try something new to explore new sides of yourself and I think that's what the number one thing I've seen in trying tennis and learning and um, exploring that is revealing to myself new parts of myself I had either forgotten about or maybe didn't know at all in the first place. It's been really interesting. So yes, I've had fun and I'm going to continue to explore more of that. Another topic I covered was color and kind of the concept of color which is something I'm I'm playing with a lot and figuring out how color plays into my life. I have creatives coming on this season who really enjoy playing with color in their work and having them share their experience is exciting to me and I know talking about color seems so simple right it's like we're in elementary school we're going to chat about the primary colors or whatever. It feels very basic and simple, but there there really is so much there. There's so many emotions that we each carry with each color. Whether you associate a certain color with where you went to college or you associate a certain color with a former employer or you think one color is bad and one color is good, like a lot of these underlying things we feel about color impact how we decorate our homes into adulthood or dress ourselves or what we gravitate towards whether it when it comes to branding and signage it's all so interesting to me and really why I'm looking into colors because I want more of it in my life in my home in my wardrobe and I think it's a slow process and that's okay It would be easy to run out and be like, here's all these very colorful clothing items or very colorful decorative items and throw them in my wardrobe or in my home and be like, okay, I'm colorful, but I'm, I'm kind of playing with it for a while, warming up to the idea of color and acknowledging that what I'm feeling more drawn to versus what I feel an aversion to and just going from there. Now on the opposite side of the spectrum of something I talked about on the last episode of season three is my hair. I have planned for a long time to 
stop coloring my hair at some point. And my thought towards the end of 2021 was, well, I know I have a wedding coming up in the next few years. How about when that's done, I just let my hair grow out. And I kind of had that sitting in the back of my mind. And at, I guess a few days, probably after that episode came out, I had an appointment to get my hair colored. And it's one of those appointments where they're really just coloring my roots. I absolutely love the women that do my hair. They're wonderful. And every time I love the way it looks. But this time, I was kind of sad about it. I was sad that I was covering my hair. And that's not a feeling I'd experienced before. And even when I was done, I was like, oh, it looks good. Like, it looks so fresh. Everything, like, you know looks incredible. I know I should be very happy in this moment, but I'm kind of sad. And that's probably an emotion in the past I would have glazed over because my ego might have jumped in and been like, no, but this is how you're supposed to look. But in reality, I didn't like the way I looked. Not because it looked bad, but because I think for the first time I was like, oh yeah, like actually this isn't me. This is me covering up a part of myself. And in a sense, it, it felt like working against myself. Now I'm all for beauty. I'm all for doing whatever you want that makes you feel great. But this wasn't making me feel great anymore. I very quickly recognized that emotion. For example, I love makeup. I love taking care of my hair. I have gone through phases with doing my nails all the time. Different things that make me feel good about myself in the way I show up in the world. And suddenly covering the gray felt bad. And that's not to say that I'm like against coloring my hair altogether. I love the idea of being able to enhance it in different ways. And if I, my hairstylist thinks I can and over time, I still want to do that. But I wasn't happy working against this part of myself that was kind of occurring. And I, I touched on this at the end of last season, but I don't want to miss it. And maybe I'm like in the minority here, but I don't want to miss my hair turning gray. I've already missed a good portion of it. Um, I don't know like what percentage I'm at, gray versus, you know, still brown hair. And it's it's going to take a while to grow out. Like, and I got long hair. It's going to take a hot minute. But I, I'm sad I missed it and I don't want to miss any more. So I am, in fact, growing out of my gray hair. It's happening. Uh, <laughs> I was fully prepared for my hairstylist to fire me. She has not yet fired me. Thank you, Jordan. Um, but I do have to grow it out for like six months total before she can like go in and maybe blend things a little bit so it's less harsh looking. Um, so we're like only two months in. We're only two months into me growing it out. Um, you definitely see gray. But nothing seems like so drastically um, 
awkward yet, in my opinion. I just, but also I don't care. Like, that's the thing. That's why I'm doing this because I'm doing it for me and it's it's making me happy. And I'm sure some people could look at my hair and think, Mm, she needs to color, she needs to color it. She's got to cover those up. Um, that's not happening. That's just not going to happen anymore. And I'm, I'm excited about it. And I'm sure like further along, I'll feel that like very uncomfortable middle place, but I'm, I'm not feeling that right now. I'm just feeling like excitement. And I, I don't know. I'm, I'm weirdly giddy and happy about it. So while there's this part of me that's incorporating more color into my life or has the intention to bring it in or fold it into my life in a new way, there's this other part of me that's kind of letting some go. And like I said, I I, I plan to continue to add color to my hair here and there. I will just no longer be covering my roots. So... Um, we'll see what this we'll see what this entire journey looks like and how it all unfolds but I I couldn't help but recognize the irony there of those two um things happening at once and on top of this other thing I'm doing tennis which makes me feel like stronger than I have in a long time humbled more than I have in a long time and um kind of gets me back into that athlete mode that I haven't been in in so long after my first lesson, my coach um, said he felt like I was athletic. And that sounds so silly because it's so small, but it like gave me the boost I needed. My ego really was feeding off that for days. Like I was telling everyone who would listen. And I'm still telling people like I'm telling you right now, I am at my core athletic. I am not at this time at my like athletic peak and not saying I ever planned to be but I'm enjoying the experience of trying again and especially a new sport and especially one I can enjoy for many, many years. So that's where I'm at with those things. And the last two months has kind of felt like a surrender, because especially when it comes to the hair. Hair is such a big part of our world and you don't even realize it until like, you're going through a change with your hair, whether it's gray or you decide, you know what, I don't want it anymore and you shave it all off. Or let's say you change the color and everything like, or you chop a bunch off or um, you just try a new hairstyle and that's your new thing. Like it plays into our identities in such an interesting way and the way we view ourselves. So again, I'm sure that will all be a part of the journey I share in the coming months and years, but I'm I'm happy. I'm excited to see what it looks like. I'm excited to see all the silver, and so far, I'm really enjoying it. This feels like the perfect time to be entering into this new season together, and I've set a lot of intentions for what this season is going to look like, and the people I want to have on my podcast, and really the overall messaging I want you to be able to receive because I'm lucky enough to follow online or know personally some incredible people and to have the opportunity to highlight their work, what they do, how they got where they are is honestly a dream. 
I'm so passionate about stories and storytelling and the power of sharing and hearing someone else's experience. It is equal parts entertaining and fun and inspiring. And I just feel lucky that I get to show the world these talented individuals and they span from multiple different industries and different experiences. They're all women and everyone is either a creative, an entrepreneur, or both. And some of them were talking about their nine to five jobs. Some of them were talking about their side hustles. Many of them have both. And it's just so exciting and to me the perfect reminder that there's no one way a career or a life is supposed to look. I've struggled in many different seasons to see how work and life can come together and being able to get an insight into how other people structure their lives or create work for themselves or balance the two together in a way that works for them it has given me peace and given me understanding so my hope is that it will provide the same thing for you if you're in that place where you feel like things aren't really working right now what are some ways I could switch things up what are some ways I could have more fun here or even if it's just that reminder of hey I can have that little creative side project. It doesn't have to make me money. It doesn't have to do anything except bring me joy. And if you do want it to make you money, that's cool too. Like there are so many options out there and there are so many creative people to follow and learn from. And that's not to say we don't need you to because we do. We need your talents, your skills, your voice, your gifts, everything. We want you to come. We want you to show up, show us what you got, and be a part of this world because it's so much more interesting and exciting when you start to dive in and really learn about other people and learn about where they've been and how they got where they are. I thought it would be fun to give a few little hints into what you can expect from this season. So of some of the guests I've recorded with so far, four of them live in Texas, two in Dallas, two in Austin, and one of them lives in Cape Town, South Africa. So We're stretching our geography here, we're branching out, and we're going to get a wide variety of perspectives. We have some recordings coming up with people that live outside of Texas, so there's going to be a lot of variety here, and no two people will have the same job or come from the same industry, which I think adds a lot of color to this group of women and it probably sounds so cheesy but I've probably almost cried in multiple of these conversations already. I recorded one yesterday that made me feel just so lucky to be able to, to see someone share their work and what they create and put out in the world. 
And the more we honor and recognize these other individuals and doing what they do so well, it fills us up in this kind of weird way. It, you know, if you, there's an artist, you know, and you're a fan, you, if you can, you, you should buy their art. But there's other ways to do that. And you can listen to their story and follow them on social media and like the things they share, right? There's so many different ways to support the creatives we love and ones we are inspired by. And there will be many for you to follow along at the end of this season and learn from and share on your own social media platforms because I know you will be dying to soak this in. It is, it sounds so silly and I shouldn't think it's silly because I planned this, but I am blown away, truly blown away by this group of people and they allowed me in on and the stories they shared and I am getting so much satisfaction uh, personally from this. So I know this is something you're going to love and I hope you come back every Thursday for 13 weeks straight or maybe binge on a few each month and enjoy these women and enjoy learning from them and celebrating their successes with them and encouraging them going forward. So I brought up a word a minute ago, satisfaction which is something that came up this morning for me. I don't know why, but this morning when I got up, the first thing I did was open YouTube on my phone, which is not something I normally do first thing. I do love YouTube, but um, not a regular practice. And they have like a suggested video page and it had some, uh, an account I didn't recognize, but the first thing that popped up was this Abraham Hicks video that was posted just a few months ago and the video was called like listen to this every morning and I was like that's weird I just got up and this video is saying I should listen to it and I was like what the heck I'll turn it on while I feed the cats make my coffee everything so I turn it on start doing my morning routine and I was like well I've got it it was like a 15 minute uh, video which is mainly just you know to listen so I sat down and was finishing it, drinking my coffee. And the lesson I took away was in seeking satisfaction, which kind of sounds selfish. I'm not talking about the type of satisfaction that could hurt another person. I'm talking about the satisfaction that um, fills you up and is you finding satisfaction within your life. So the video really talked about calling out and acknowledging the satisfaction you have and that is a very difficult practice but it's something I've tried to do a lot here and there I've tried like meditation walks or what I would I've tried gratitude walks where I'm like okay I'm going on this walk and the whole time all I'm going to think about is things I'm grateful for which at first you're on a roll you're like you're like calling out everything you're seeing in front of you. You're like, 
I'm grateful for trees. I'm grateful for stop signs. I'm grateful for where I live and my car and my family and kind of the standard things. But it gets to a point in time where your your mind goes in a different direction. And so um, it, it's actually a more difficult practice than you may realize. But if it's something you're interested in, I really encourage you to try it. So this was kind of giving a similar lesson or story in that it's valuable to you to recognize when you find satisfaction in things because it's kind of bringing you into the present moment. So if you're having like a busy weekend and you have kids and you're running around and you have a million activities and you're so busy rushing from thing to thing, you're probably not taking enough time to find satisfaction. Um, This can go for anyone in life if you're, um, especially when we are kind of busier, we're not so great at it. Or sometimes when things are really, really slow, let's say you work for yourself and you're kind of having a slower season, it can be stressful and scary and overwhelming. But again, acknowledging satisfaction and it can be tiny small things it's not just saying oh I I got my bonus this month well that is nice and that is satisfying but really working down towards minute details like oh I'm this satisfying to make myself a nice cocktail in the evening it's satisfying to climb into my bed at night when I have freshly cleaned sheets and I just showered and oh it just feels so nice and cozy those little moments of satisfaction add up and they kind of compound and build upon one another and suddenly you have like this mound of satisfaction and again it can seem or sound a bit self-indulgent but the goal of the practice is to remind you of all that you have in your life and find joy in it. Um, This is an incredibly valuable tool for anyone who struggles with mental health. I have struggled with anxiety and depression, and I know that practices like this are very valuable in pulling you out of a funk. And I know that it may not be for everyone, but I know that it can't hurt, right? And that's what I like to think about. We are able to find joy in so much and acknowledging satisfaction is kind of like training our brains to be satisfied more so let's say you're making you're 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 that person who's like yes I enjoy making myself a cocktail at night it's very special it's a ritual I enjoy it it's satisfying to me next time you go do that you're going to feel those feelings of satisfaction And the next time you do it, you're going to be like, oh yeah, this is something I do for myself. This feels good. It fills me up. And just continuing to feel that way each day while you go through the ritual of doing that thing, it adds up. And I couldn't help but think to myself, how can I build satisfaction to my life? Or how do I acknowledge the satisfaction around me to be able to add that feeling that feeling into my life because that satisfaction is what we all want right we want to be satisfied in work satisfied in our our friendships our relationships our goals like that is oh it feels like comforting it's like that 
when you hear satisfaction like when it comes to eating a meal like you feel good afterwards you feel satisfied like satiated those are that is something to consider in each little area of life like am I satisfied here am I getting what I need out of it am I giving to it what it needs for me to feel that satisfaction so in true and form I journaled about it and I'm going to read to you the list I came up with and it's pretty generic which is why I'm choosing to share it because I think it might translate for you and be something you could also use in your life or maybe just inspire you to create your own list so uh, if you're new here I often do what I call like intuition journaling again I always say I learned this from Jess Lively if you don't know who she is that's um where I learned how to do this and it is kind of like having a conversation with yourself in your journal so I pose myself a question oftentimes and my intuition answers so the question I asked was how can I continue to find satisfaction in my life and this was my intuition's answer only do that which you want to do which was a theme by the way in the um video I watched today call out and recognize moments of beauty and joy gravitate toward that which feels like sunshine and growth marinate in the goodness of others celebrate tiny victories enjoy time alone and in the presence of others make playful plans dream up exciting expansion carve out space for your passions Gently guide your fear in the direction of what you want to do. Never hesitate to look within for the answers. Practice listening well and speaking thoughtfully. Surrender control, and when you think you've done enough, surrender a little bit more. Hold on to hope when things get dark. Throw on a record and savor cooking and enjoying a delicious meal. Go for a drive just because. Never withhold appreciation for others. Love really, really well. Don't forget to pack a snack, sunscreen, a drink. You never really know when your next adventure will begin. It sure is satisfying to know you're ready at a moment's notice. Plan for fun if it's fun to plan. And welcome ease into your life at every turn. Now I have to say, writing that list felt satisfying. And you don't have to journal in the same way I do. You can just start jotting down a few ideas. But it was also satisfying to read. Because all the things I wrote feel and sound pleasant to me. And we each deserve to continually put in front of us and see and acknowledge those satisfying things in our lives. And satisfaction to me is the perfect tool for what we talk about on this podcast, which is process, that in between highs, in between big moments in life, satisfaction is what fills that. Appreciating those tiny moments is what creates warmth and fulfillment. That's what will add meaning to those spaces in our lives. 
and satisfaction can sound big and scary and probably insurmountable but that's kind of what the message was today it's not and we're retraining our brains to see things a little bit differently and find that satisfaction right in front of you and if you have to do a grounding exercise and think okay I appreciate the ground beneath me or the sounds I'm hearing or that which I can see right now that which I can feel with my hands any of those exercises if that's a good place to start for you I recommend starting there and build upon it call out tiny moments of satisfaction and my goal is to create satisfaction here in season four I had a word for the year will have a word for the year which is playful and so I decided my word for season four of the podcast is satisfaction and together we're going to hear stories and share moments and connect and touch base and feel refreshed and go back out into life and continue to compound and build on that satisfaction. I'm so happy to have you here. I cannot believe we're at season four. This is kind of wild, kind of the best thing ever. I cannot emphasize enough how freaking incredible these women are that are coming on this podcast. I'm so proud to know them and be connected with them. And I know you're going to find so much satisfaction in hearing their stories and learning from them. I love you guys so much. Welcome to season four. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Life with Zan. If you like what you hear, go ahead and rate and review the podcast to give Life with Zan a little boost. We will be back each week from March through May. I'll see you next Thursday.